Hi everyone, we're back with the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. We are podcasting live from Florence, Italy, which is very exciting. Um, Michael and I are here. Jordan and Taylor are unfortunately back in San Diego. So you'll just have the two of us today, which is kind of different. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, shucks. We're not going to have anybody to jump in. No one to jump in. No, no um, Taylorisms. No, no bare naked cucumber. You know, this is. I think I'm. I'm pretty excited about this one. One because it's just me and you. We'll see how we do. We'll see if we actually can get through the whole thing. Um, two, we are in Italy, which I think is pretty awesome. Take the podcast on the road, road trip. Yeah, we're really inspired right now by taking the podcast on the road because it mixes it up, it gives it diversity, and maybe it's something we'll do in the future where we can involve you guys. Well, we didn't account for travel when we when we launched the podcast, right? Like. I know. Because we travel a pretty good amount. Um, it's one of our favorite things to do uh, for multiple reasons, which we'll get into. But we, we didn't realize, like, okay, shit, we have a weekly podcast that we have to deliver. Here's the thing, too. We, when we go on vacation, we work the entire time. It may not look like we're working, but I can assure you we are working the entire time. Yeah, we take some time off and we'll explore and, like, have a drink and have some cheese. But we definitely are working the entire time. And... We want to podcast in live time. That's really important to us. A lot of podcasters will film content and then, you know, go on a trip. Yeah, I have no interest in that because I wouldn't even know what to talk no, about. No, because it's not authentic. And, and and I think, like, maybe it's not the best sound in the world because we're not in San Diego, but, like... I think the sound would be pretty good. You do? Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I'm listening to it on headphones right now, so I'm, I'm kind of doing... But a... those headphones have been permanently screwed into your ears. Yeah. Well, I love headphones. We We know. We know. We got it. Everyone's got it. They're so, they're so tight. They're cutting off your circulation to your head. If you've been watching our Snapchat, you'll see that I surprised Lauren. I pulled a rabbit out of the hat and surprised her with this trip for her birthday. Yep, it was pretty cute. You got And now you she's even more card. in love with me than she's ever been before. I would say I was an 8, and now I'm an 8.7. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say you're like an 80. Mm. Well, it was pretty cute how you surprised me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, do you want to know how I did it? Yeah. So, um, I was we were, I was sitting around and I was like, okay, shit, her birthday's coming up. It's a big one, and there was choices: do so I take her out to pastor and put her down like old Yeller, or do I bring her on a surprise trip? And the first one won out. So, <laughs> congratulations, Lauren, you're on a surprise trip. Thank you, Michael Bostick. Yeah, I was you're welcome. Totally surprised. And it wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those surprises. Like it wasn't a full surprise because I had to tell you where we were going. No, it was a full surprise. No, but I mean, it was a surprise in the sense like you didn't know where we were going, but I, you knew you were going somewhere because I had to schedule it with you. You could have like just kept me asleep and drugged me and just wheelchaired me on the plane. Lauren is the most oblivious person in the world. We left out of LAX and I said, listen, we're going on a surprise trip and I'm not going to tell you where. And I didn't tell you where, right? No, you had no and, idea. Yeah, she had no idea. And I was like, okay, we're going to go on the surprise ship. You know we're going somewhere, but I'm not going to tell you where. And as far as she knew, it could have been anywhere. The moon. Could've I, I, we could have gone to the moon. Yeah. No idea. So we get there, and I was like, okay, she'll probably just figure out where we're going when we get to LAX. Just, just side note, he told me to pack for San Diego weather, if you guys are wondering how I packed. Yeah, but not San Diego style. Well, you should have told me that, because I did pack San Diego style. Yeah. Big that's, mistake. That's another story. But So we get to the airport, and I was like, okay... As soon as they give her her tickets and tell her where we're going, or like she reads a sign, or like looks at one piece of information, or anything, or hears one word, she's going to know where we're going. Nope. But no. Um, oblivious as ever, as usual. 
She, the, the, the ticket holder hands us our ticket. She somehow didn't see that, and I put him in my bag. So we, I dodged a bullet there. Then the person said, okay, are we going to check your bags all the way to Venice? And again, I turned thinking she was going to figure it out. Nope, you did not figure it out. Then again, when we got on the plane, you didn't read the sign. It was too early. So again, so I was like, okay, man, I was like, maybe this person, she's like Mr. Magoo out there. No, and, no, remember Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo, the blind guy? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> um, so anyways, then we get on the plane and I figured that at, the, at that point you would know. No, I had no idea. No idea. Even after the five announcements, like we're no idea. Ready. I had my headphones in. I had my computer, my champagne. I was so happy. Like I, I love being on a plane where no one can contact me and there's not really Wi-Fi, so I can just focus on my work and my emails. I was listening to a podcast on my earphones. I was sipping champagne, and I had my raw almonds. Speaking of earphones, do you want to talk about how pissed those people were? That I blasted through in line? Yeah, well, you had your earphones in tight enough. He decided that he was going to get on the flight, but no one was boarding yet. So he slammed through a line of like 100 people as fast as he could, basically pushed down the lady holding tickets. In my defense, I didn't know what... She goes, excuse me, sir. I thought, not right now. Thought, we're not boarding yet. I thought they called the name. My headphones were glued in, so I didn't hear it, and I... And I thought that everyone was standing... I didn't know why everyone was standing around not getting on the plane. And listen, in my defense, I've missed flights before by not hearing the boarding It call. happened once. Okay, well... It happened once, Michael. Okay, but I've missed once. in the past. Okay. Wait, you've missed but it one happened. flight. It happened. One flight. Yeah, okay, but... How many flights have I missed by myself? I don't know. Every I'll flight be, I've ever taken on my own. You've actually... Uh, the other question is, how many flights have you made on your own? Like, None. Like, okay. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I cut these people, and I felt really bad, and luckily my headphones in, so I just pretended I was on a call, literally, like, I'm usually a pretty confident guy, and I was you like... You pretended you were on a call? Yeah, I pretended, and I was like, shit, this is really Ouch. bad, I just cut up a whole room full of people, so I was like, I'm just gonna pretend that I'm on a call here to make this less they awkward. They were disgusted at you. The yeah. looks that they were giving you, it's as if you stole their baby. Well, they whatever. They no, no, been, no. You know, they were disgusted. There was no hero in line that said surrogate in the back... And um, I, I apologized on the plane. They could have, you know, we're all going to the same destination. Who cares? So anyways, we're on the plane. And I figure at this point, you're going to know nope. where we're going. Still didn't know. So they announced it five times. And the first leg was to New York. <laughs> so I kept waiting for the whole flight for it to be like, oh, we're going to New York. We're going. But no, 30 minutes to spare. The person, they say they're landing in JFK. And she gets just like, oh, we're going to New York. And um, did you did you think we were staying in New York? Or what did you think at that point? I didn't really think much about it. Like, I just figured, like, wherever we were going was going to be fun. And if we stayed in New York, I was cool with that. And if we went somewhere else, I was fine with that. I love New York so much. I could have stayed there. You could have? Yeah. But, no, I had one more trick up my sleeve. We were going to Venice. So then, you know, again, we're in the airport lounge. There's all these movie clips of Venice playing in the background. Nope. There's signs everywhere. She working. still doesn't notice. So we get on the plane, and finally she hears the announcement of Venice, and her eyes lit up. Yes, I love Venice because... When Michael and I first started dating, he took me to Venice, swept me off my feet, and took me to this hotel. It's this quaint little charming hotel called the Hotel Daniele. Basically, you pull up in a boat, and they kind of escort you off, and it's just the most beautiful hotel. And he took me to this restaurant on top of the hotel where they serve lamb ragu and spicy pasta, and it was literally the best pasta I've ever had in my life. And we had a great bottle of Brunello, which is my favorite red wine. You like it, too. You're not a big red wine fan, and you like it. No, I'm not a big red wine fan, but I do like me the good Brunello. The Brunello is good there. Do you want to talk about, though, that the first time we went to Europe and the first time we went to Venice? My suitcase? Yeah. 
Lauren brought a suitcase back then. Wait, it wasn't like you have. You have to like explain this suitcase. Like it was the biggest, most packed suitcase anyone could ever it have. It had every expanded expansion you can think of. You guys, she had, I had I had a, an airbrush machine, like like a makeup airbrush machine, in my bag, which was so unnecessary. Ten pairs of shoes. Didn't use it once. Who do you think you were? I had tanning oil. Like I was gonna like put some tanning oil on. She thought she was Lady Gaga. She thought I she had was ten be, books. I thought it was gonna be like like uh, setting up my doing, library. You thought you were gonna be outfit changes? No, I'd never been to Europe. You, you thought you thought like three outfit changes were gonna be taking place every day. I'd never been to Europe. Like I'd never been when I was younger, so I didn't know how to pack. So the first time we went to Venice, I was also a complete travel rookie. Had no clue what I'm doing. You like weren't that bad though. No, I, I was, was dreadful. I was bad. I'd been I'd been to some places, but not on my own like that, and um, not so far away. So we get to Venice, and I get a taxi, and I was like, okay, this, we got to get a taxi to take us to the hotel. Little did I know that you have to get a water taxi. So we get in a regular land taxi, of course. This guy takes us around in circles for thirty minutes, charges us however much. Brings us basically back to the same spot where we find a water taxi. I'm trying to lug the goddamn bag onto the water taxi. Nobody's no, the helping me. The bag was literally Lauren overweight. Lauren is taking Instagrams. I Wait, almost... selfishly, I was loving the whole experience because I got a lot of content. I mean, <laughs> it, it, this bag was so bad that when we got to the hotel, we had to drop ship half of its contents back to the States via FedEx. Did we really do that? Yeah, we had to. It was The, the guy was like, listen... The porter, he's dead outside. He died by being <laughs> suffocated from the bag. No, what's the guy that cares? The bellman. He yeah, was, the porter. He was, oh, oh, excuse me. Is that another word for it? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was dead. Everyone was dead. That bag was ridiculous. Now we pack together in one bag. We pack super light now, which anybody Not, that's we traveling. Pack, we just still could pack lighter, though. No, I was having a meltdown today because I was saying, remember we were talking, I said, I think I packed two shirts too many. He talked about it for 10 minutes. We had to go over it. I want, Counsel when, when I get back from a trip, I want it to be like... I used everything and barely made it through. I don't through. know why you even think about that. Who cares? No, because I think it's so cool to pack super light, like like an elite team. And then, listen, whenever anybody oh that's gosh. traveling, when you get to a location, if you need something and you direly need it, like, go to the store and get it, right? Like, it's not like there's no stores wherever you're going. I mean, in some cases, right? There's no there's no stores. But Well, what about that one time that I forgot UTI medication? Okay, well, that's different than... I'm talking about, like, clothes That's why I bring everything. I had a UTI... And I forgot medication. And if anyone's ever had a UTI, it is the most uncomfortable thing on the planet. And I had to sit on a plane for 10 hours with no medication. And I almost castrated you in the process. I was like squeezing your fist, drinking cranberry juice, miserable. You were like nervous for me. I was sweating. Yeah. That was bad. I was more referencing, though, like clothing and stuff. Yeah, but that's why I feel like I have to bring everything because that one time that I forgot UTI medicine, like, I'll never forget it. I'm traumatized. Yeah. So, yeah, I bring my whole medicine cabinet. But, I mean, that weighs, like, what, nothing? Like, less, like, it's just a tube. I'm talking about when girls bring 17 different outfits for three days. Like, no, what are you guys I don't doing? bring nice shoes anymore when I travel because no one cares and you're just walking around. And um, I just bring, like, cheap whatever. Yeah, like one jacket, one Wait, shoe. You t- you make a list on a computer of what you need to bring. Yeah, I have the I have the punch list. Right. Oh, and also here's another pro travel tip: when you're traveling, the hotel should do laundry. You you can get your laundry done. So if you run, I out know, of supplies, but it is expensive. It can get expensive, but I mean that's if you're doing fifty things. I mean, what's it's more expensive? I think to have to deal with all that weight and all that. Tra- I mean, carrying all that shit around. 
Nobody wants to deal with that. I don't really carry it though, so. Yeah, I do. I know. I would rather spend the money on the laundry and be an elite, like a SEAL team. No, no, no. So anyways, we went to Venice. Lauren loves Venice. She loves lamb ragu, surprisingly. I actually don't. I love the spicy pasta. You you love the lamb ragu. You left your laptop on the plane. I did. I did. I did. I did. And we found it. No, I found it. I'm one of those oblivious people that somehow it kind of just works out. So I left my laptop. Michael was freaking out. You freak out when the plan doesn't go as planned. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Your upper Wait, lips can we start back up? sweating. Lauren gets so mad at me because I always I always say, Hey, did you bring this? Did you get this? Did you get that? And she's like, yes, yes. Don't have to micromanage me. And then, No, I call him the micromanager of and life. And then guess what? The one time I didn't do it because I'm like, listen, I'm going to let her take care of herself. I'm going to let you have this one. I'm going to let you go. And what did you do? I left the charger and the laptop. Yes. Yep. So, guess what? Now, Mr. Micromanage is back every time. You're the MM. The old MM. <laughs> so, finally, we get to Venice. This time was actually really easy. I had it all dialed in. This time, I had somebody come, meet us, bring us right to the hotel. Okay, wait. Can I just tell everyone something about you? Yeah. If you do something wrong the first time, you better bet your ass that the next time it's done in the most efficient way possible. Yeah, no, I'm a quick learner. Okay, me, I'm kind of like, you know, it was bad. I hope for the best. I'll throw it in the air, see what happens. A little more easygoing than you. No, but listen, you know, why do, <sighs> things, the, why do things the hard way? Like, you know, that's the... It's, it's just, sometimes it just works out. That's sometimes the whole you reason, leave your laptop on the plane That's and the whole reason humans it. are evolving is because they've learned from people before them not to do certain things certain ways, right? So I learned, like, okay, that time, the last time, was a complete fuck-up. Let's not do that. Let's do it a different way. But you, like, don't... It's not, it's not like, like, you get a little better. Like, you go from zero to six. If it were up to you, we would jump in the canal and swim in the hotel. <laughs> okay? So, you're That's welcome. That's true. Yeah. So, finally, we get to Venice. We're, we're there. We're checked in. We're having a great time. We're like, okay, let's get some pizza. Right? We got, went to get some pizza. And we're sitting down, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful pizza. But I swear to God, I think this waiter... <laughs> swam back to the u.s to get our check or i don't know where he went he was taking a nap he was drinking some brunello taylor eating cheese taylor would be freaking out taylor has an ocd if you guys listened to last episode go listen to it if you haven't and taylor has this weird thing where he can't be sitting at the table like when the check comes like he had like it has to be like paid and done after he eats so taylor would hate italy yeah, basically, I, I mean, I was, I thought that I was just going to die at the table. This guy was, was just, I don't know where he went. He, he was gone. No, it took, it took literally forty five minutes. Italy's to get the a only drink. place where, while the guy's working, he will take a lunch break while you're waiting. Uh, yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. We could have just got up and left. No, no, no. I wanted my pizza. You know how I am about my pizza. Yeah. No, we, no, we, we had the pizza. I was trying to leave after we got the check, right? I had, but I've been working out so hard. I've been eating. A high fat, high protein diet, and I wanted my pizza. The people next to us were basically skeletons. They'd been there for some, for, for two days already before they got out of there. Uh, yeah, but it was it was worth it. Yeah. So Taylor, I don't think you should ever come to Italy because you'd have a complete nervous breakdown. Yeah, Tay. Maybe maybe go to Japan instead. <laughs> so while we've been out here, I've just been I've been peppering the Snapchat and I've been asking for questions for people to send to us and. Um, We've gotten a few, so I'm going to kind of pepper them in as we go because I have a couple. A lot of travel questions. Yeah, a lot of travel questions. This this show is mostly going to be about travel. I'm gonna I'm gonna weave some business in, but I, th- I think we're going to talk mostly travel here. So the first question comes from Katie Cox. It says, 
How do you plan a trip somewhere you've never been? How do you find really good places that aren't tourist traps? Well, Katie, I just consult Michael and he kind of just does it. Um, that's a horrible answer, but it's true. You you love doing that. Katie, I just know everything in the fucking world. No, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. Wait. I really don't. I, I'll, I'll tell you the honest truth. Excuse me. I design our house. I do the cooking. I do, I, I do all that. You can do the travel. Yeah, so it's actually a lot easier than people made out to be. People get overwhelmed with trying to uh, plan It's travel. overwhelming. Yeah, so what I do first, here's my process. I hit the Google, right? And I say, okay, we're going to Venice, right? Then my first move is saying like, cool hotels in Venice, right? And that's pretty much all I do in the beginning is I find the hotel. Once I find the hotel, I hit up the concierge, the guy with the gold keys on his shoulder. If you see it, if you see, go to your hotel and you see concierge, you see a guy with gold keys, that's the dude that knows what's going on. He loves the gold keys. Yeah, so I don't fuck around with Google or TripAdvisor or Yelp much. Um, I, I, I kind of, I find the hotel, we book it, and then the first thing I do is I email the concierge. What I do is I just go on Instagram and I look at the geotags, and I look, if we're going to Venice, I'll search Venice, and I look at all these pictures and places and restaurants and museums and what I want to see and do, and I just screenshot it and text it to Michael. Yeah, that's good, too. I I, I forgot about that. I do use Instagram. Instagram's great. Yeah, so that's a good trip. you Snapchat? Um, not Snapchat. I use... Um, Twitter? No, I use Instagram mostly. I search the hashtags or, the, you know, they have oh, places Oh, the hashtags now. are good, too. Yeah, they have places now, too. I don't really look at people. I, I search, like, the places... And then um, there's a lot of good travel tags. bloggers too that that. Um, but anyway, some good pictures. The, the concierge is where you want to be. That's who you want to talk to. Like the, the travel bloggers, great. You Yelp, and the great. concierge are like glad handing by the end of the trip. Like you've exchanged numbers, you know each other's social security. Like you're besties. Yeah, because you know what they do? They set up everything. So all these things where you think like, oh wow, Michael set all this up. I got the ace in my sleeve, and it's the concierge. So before we even leave on the trip, before we even like book the tickets. I email the concierge and I say, hey, what are things to do and places to eat when we're there? And they're the best guys to go through because they're local and they're connected. So instead of dicking around on Google and trying to figure out what other people are saying on Yelp and you know what travel loss, whatever the hell these sites are, just, just ask the source and ask the guy who's connected. He, he's not going to steer you wrong. I agree with you. I think there's another little tip here that's that's even deeper than that. You need to let the concierge know what you're about. So, for instance, when they see Michael and I walk in, they immediately assume we want some trendy sushi, new age food, craft cocktails, restaurant. And we actually don't. No, I email and I say, hey, this is Michael Bostic. I'm 75 years old. You want I, wheelchair access? I want wheelchair access. You'd love an early bird special. No, just kidding. But you'd love a whiskey. No, really, on the like rocks. you, you got to kind of tell them what vibe you want. I mean, if you can, this. You, so, you wanna, so what's like? What would you say? Listen, for if a you're vibe? doing a girls' trip and you want to go party and party your tits off and go ballistic, like tell him that he'll hook I it up. I would still ask you to plan it. If you want to go on a guys' trip, do that. If you want a romantic getaway, he'll do that. He can. They can. Yeah, support. but what do you tell them when we travel? Like, what do you? What I say, look, say what, are, like, what, are, what are some things to do? I say we're a, a couple. We want to do some. Some sites, we want to do some seas, we want to do some foods, we want to do some drinks. Yeah, but how do you tell them what food and drinks we want? Like, how do you get us to the so kind of vibe we want? Here's what you do, guys. You email these guys, you kind of give them the vibe you want, and you just have them email you a, a list of stuff. And uh, they, they will, they'll, they'll email you like 10 restaurants and five options to do, or things to do. And you just kind of pick from there, and then you refine it down. So one of the things we did in Venice was 
I had I rented a boat one day that took us around to see some glass blowing. It took us to some different islands that are like neighboring Venice. That we was went, so cute. Yeah, no, it was different. But we would have never done that without the concierge. Wait, tell about the the lunch that you took me to on my birthday. That was so sweet. You so, thought that was romantic. It was romantic. So we went to this with the other island, this neighboring Venice, um, where Hemingway used to go and live when he was uh, living in Venice. Tell him what you ordered and how you copied Hemingway. Well, Hemingway likes scampi, and I've realized I'm not a scampi guy. You thought you were. I though. thought I was. I was like, look. Michael I'm going does real this thing Hemingway. where he like tries to adapt to the character of wherever we are. So if he's watching a movie and the character does something, like he'll like name the character that he is in the movie and do it. So when we were on Hemingway's Island, he decided that he was going to be like Hemingway and, and sip a Pinot Grige with um, some scampi. I like the Pinot Grige. The scampi I could have the done. The scampi without. was. I don't like when they give it to head. you with the heads in the in the the nails or not the, the claws. But you're, he's too polite. Which you wouldn't believe, but he is. He's too polite to send it back. I have manners. No, it's not manners. If you don't like something, you can just say, this isn't for me. Can I please have this? No, it's the taste was fine. I'm just not a big... Um... You weren't crunching guy. into the head. No, I don't. I'm not one of those guys that like sucks the brains out. Of I feel head. like there was an eye between your teeth when we left. That's no, so why I took her to this romantic lunch. Got a shitload of brownie points. Shitload. Shitload. And um, shitload. We had some Pinot Grige, and then we went back to the hotel. And that same night, we had dinner at our favorite rooftop uh, restaurant. And let me just back up about this restaurant. She has not shut up about this restaurant for four or five years. Every time I take her to a restaurant, she compares it to this one. So bar's high. Yeah, the bar was high. Oh, that's another thing. Guys, set the bar low because if you set it high, you're fucked. You're gonna have to hit that bar every time. So anyways Yes you are. We go, I get there and they tell me they might not have my table. I had a complete panic attack. I was sweating. I had just flown seventeen hours, planned a huge surprise trip, and if they didn't have my table, I was going to fucking lose it. Were you really? Yeah, I was I was gonna lose it. I was fine. Yeah, because you didn't I would have gone for pizza. You didn't spend weeks trying to plan it. No, I was, I'm just more easygoing than you. But luckily, they had the table. I completely calmed down, and coconut oil was a flowing that <laughs> night. <laughs> and yes, I did bring coconut oil in my bag. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so we did that, and now we're traveling. I think traveling is one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself as an individual. I think... Or your kids. For your kids, for yourself, for anyone. I think that there's so many benefits to travel. Um, one, you learn about how the world, the rest of the world works. You get out of your bubble. I see a lot of people get tunnel vision. Um, I see a lot of people start to think that their world's as small as the city they live in. And you got to understand, the world is a huge place. Yeah, you've definitely taught me that. I didn't travel a lot when I was younger. I mean, I went to you know, Mexico and places in the United States. But you've definitely opened my eyes to travel. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing how some people in the world act compared to others. I mean, if when you get outside of Los Angeles or San Diego and you realize how people live in other parts of the world, you just realize, like, you don't know everything, right? I agree. I also think it's important to dress the part. Yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, it's You didn't great. bring any pink pants, though. I know. It's great to have style, but don't be the guy that's, like, pegged, like, oh, there's Joe from Indiana when you're when you're somewhere else. Like, you know, dress the part, like... If it's a dressier place, dress up. If it's casual, you can be casual. But like in Paris, I always bring all, like all black. Yeah, don't like don't show up don't show up in your sweatpants to a dressy place. Or don't show up in Paris in, in all white with with like yeah, dress apart. Be a cultured person. You know, um, it. I think it's really important also for uh, for realizing like where consumers 
are trending like in different parts of the world like you can see business wise yeah business wise you can see trends before they come you know a lot of things take place in Europe and then catch on later in the United States if, or if vice you want to see how people dress by the way in other places again go on Instagram look at the geotag look at bloggers from Paris or wherever, New York wherever you're going and just see what the vibe is there I'm not saying change your style I'm just saying you know, have kind of the vibe there and the mood so you're feeling it when you get there. Yeah, and travel's really not as expensive if you do it right as people think. You're so good at this. Uh, you are so good at this. People people ask, you know, how do you afford to travel? I think the reason me and Lauren afford to travel is we make it a priority. Like, tra- travel is a priority in our life. More so than a car, more so than material goods, more so than houses. Like, travel is the thing where we, where we splurge a little. And I think it comes back tenfold because you learn so much when you travel. And you also, I feel like it brings so many different layers to my business. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's, it's, it opens so many different doors and you can share experiences and, and what you've learned in different foods. And, and, and you, you bring kind of multiple layers to whatever business you're in. Yeah, when I say making it a priority, I mean maybe don't spend the money on that expensive bag. Spend it on a flight to... Where you know a destination you've never been, maybe don't spend the money on an expensive rent because or Postmates. Yeah, or Postmates. Yeah, don't don't Postmates Whole Foods like Lauren does. No, I don't do that anymore. That's a that's a formula for bankruptcy. No, I used to do that, and now I don't do it anymore. You did it last week. No, I didn't. I did that to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is cheaper. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, it's my birthday. I think that. Um, Anything in life, whatever you prioritize is what you can make happen. We prioritize travel. Also, manifest, work towards a goal, have a clear vision, have a strategy. Don't just say, I want to do this and don't have any strategy towards it, right? I hear people go, I wish I could do that. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You got to make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've, we've kind of chosen career paths where we can work on the go. And that's been important because, like I said, travel is very important to us. So we've kind of picked things that facilitate that. Um, I feel like the more we travel, the more we we think about and the more um, ideas we come up with to like enhance our businesses and to... I don't think we've ever gone away and not worked the entire time. No. We Name work, one time. No, we work every time. Yeah, we do We do work. If people think we're just out here not working, we are working. Yeah, we, luckily, we have set times that Luckily, we, we have a, a strong team back at home that helps manage the stuff on the ground over there when we're out here. And they I actually also have a problem with disconnecting. Yeah, they recognize that we're over here working and, and setting up new opportunities. So um, I think that's important as well, having a solid team behind your back. Also trying to take like, not meetings, but like meeting people that that um, that work well with your business. Like we've gone to New York and met with people, you know, new people that can, can we can help each other mutually beneficial in our business. Or we've gone to, to Texas and we've met certain people like, Use that time to kind of get out of your shell. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to pepper in another question for you here. Okay. Madeline, Madeline Freeman asks, how do you and Michael keep the romance alive in your relationship having known each other for so long? Lauren? Michael? You can go, honey. Well, Madeline, I've just learned recently that if you work the shit out of your legs, this is for men, you get a huge testosterone boost. This is true. And this is not funny. You're be serious. No, I'm dead serious. And Wait, that, you need to like explain this. That in does detail. wonders for the libido. No, you need to explain this in detail. So, um, you know, a lot of girls ask me this question. They say like, "How do you like get your man fired up still?" And I said, "Listen, tell him to go in the gym and work the shit out of his legs because legs, legs, legs. upper legs, lower legs, 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 your legs, 
your lower like, your legs count for like 60 percent so of the, the legs by your, your penis the legs by your toes like what do you mean i mean the legs are connected okay to your so body. the whole leg the, the, yes the legs that are on but your like body. give us a couple leg workouts that like get your testosterone no, i'm not going to get into all that Just, are you squatting are you in like a certain doggy I'm, style position like what's no, going on i'm squatting i'm not in doggy style what are you doing are you doing lunges and then also i don't know to keep the romance alive i think one of the key components besides working your legs which is wait what does working your legs do though it releases testosterone in your body you know what does this. that mean? It means you get going. You're, you're ready to go more. Oh. You know this. I do. <laughs> I, get, I get fired up. I go from about an 8 to a 10. Yeah, you go You go to like an 80. <laughs> yeah. So, but besides that, I, me and Lauren were talking about this the other day. We always, we're, we're always trying to find uh, new ways to spice it up. We're, we're going to do this new thing when we're back at home and we're going to do... This is your idea. Yeah, this is my idea. Alternating uh, date nights where one week I plan... Uh, some kind of date night that we're going to do that she doesn't know about, and the next week she does one, and then so on. It could be a but movie. But I don't want to leave the dogs. Yeah, I know, but we're gonna, we have to spice it up. Can we bring the dogs with us? I think just like anything else in a relationship, you have to work at it. You have to... Uh... Oh, it's work. If anyone thinks that a relationship isn't work, it is work. You have to work at it. It's like anything. A business, anything. You have to constantly work it. You have to check in with it. You have to take accountability no one's right no one's wrong you have to you have to come to a mutual compromise and an agreement and it's definitely something you have to work at every day no and you know what i hear a lot of women saying like oh my guy he doesn't want to like get with me anymore he's not making any moves on me i don't feel wanted da 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 like go make a move on him like no guy's gonna no guy's gonna turn you away when you roll him on his back rub some coconut oil on him and get him going like oh you can God. you can make the move you can make like a man wants to feel wanted just as much as a woman it doesn't always need to be you waiting to receive it could be you know you I'm can, a receiver though you can be getting after it yourself uh, I want you to just do all the work well <laughs> that's not I don't know how that's gonna go it's my birthday month <laughs> Um, so yeah, so just definitely make sure that you're working at it to keep the romance alive. It's something you work at every day. Use a little coconut oil, um, throw in a couple love notes. I love when Michael leaves me a love note. You're good at that. Yeah, I leave little love notes. You do a little lemon and water. Yeah, I think when you travel together, you learn new things about each other. You you have you, more time away from the computer and phone. Yeah, you conquer new things together, right? So that's that's champagne like, helps. Yeah, champagne helps. It makes you fall in love a little bit more when you're uh, when you're out like experiencing new things together. Lauren and I have experienced so many things together for the first time, like in terms of travel and life. That I think every time that that happens, it makes it a little bit more romantic. I feel like she's asking why you're not bored of me. Why am I not bored of you? Yeah. Because you keep it spicy. I do? Yeah. Mm, I try. And Lauren finds new things like coconut oils <laughs> and different oils. Uh-huh. And <laughs> <Lauren's>, Avocado. <laughs> Lauren's not a no girl. What's a no girl? You know a no girl that's like, No, oh, I don't know what a I no girl I don't do is. this or I don't do that. And we're like, you know, the guy then. Uh, I have gonna, my limits. The guy's probably going to be like, well, then I don't stay with you. And no, I, I have my limits. No. Well. Yeah. I rally. Yeah, you rally. You got to rally. That was in the other podcast. If you guys want to hear about what we're talking about, rallying. Episode oh, that was eleven. On the last episode. So yeah, that's my that's my answer on that. And I think that's. Do you have anything else to say on it? No. Okay. So then you know now we're in Florence. We we bailed out of uh, Venice and we took the train to Florence, which is the first time that I've ever taken a train in Europe, and I think it's obviously the first time Lauren's taken a train too. And that was unique experience. It was actually really really easy. I recommend to anybody traveling around Europe to. Take the train and utilize that. Did you like the train? 
I was dead asleep the entire time. I could have gotten everything stolen from me, like your one friend that got butt naked on the train. Tell that story, because that was me. I have a friend. Actually, I'm just going to call him out. His name's Bruce. (laughs) Slash Alex. Slash Alex. I gave him a nickname, Bruce, years ago. Hi, Bruce. So, um, he went to Oktoberfest a few years ago in, in Germany, and he met some girl, and he ended up getting with the girl, and they ended up taking a train, and they were supposed to just go one city over, and she ended up robbing him, taking all of his clothes and money, and leaving him on the train butt naked. Is that really true? Yeah, 100% true. He had no Calvin Klein's on. He had no money, butt naked. Like butt. Butt naked. Like his penis to, was hanging out. He had, his, he had his shoes, that's it. So, okay, she left the shoes. She left the shoes. Oh, that, that's the least she could do. And he ended up in, like, Amsterdam or Austria or somewhere. I don't know. But So, anyways, if you're going to ride the train, make sure you don't fall asleep drunk. Yeah, so I fall asleep the entire train ride. Yeah, me, I'm like... Mis- I, I'm no, you're like, like a vulture. I'm, I'm vigilant. No, he, he couldn't do that. So we get to Florence, and once again, I had reached out to the concierge. And let me give you another tip about the concierge. Make sure the concierge gives you a local map. Because oh my they God. will also mark all the hot spots on their map. You and that map. It's so weird. What are you talking about? It tells you, it tells you where everything is. No, no, no. We can use our phones. This is 2016. I just feel like we don't need a map. Do you know what I mean? No. The map gives you locations to everything. It unlocks the keys to the city. No, but, but why can't you just go off your iPhone? Because the iPhone sucks, and sometimes you don't have service. I like an old physical map. Okay, we know that. Everyone knows that if they follow us on Snapchat. Everyone's seen the map. Speaking of Snapchat, as we've been out here, I've been watching people. Everyone's on their fucking phones. Everyone. Everyone. I saw a 60-year-old couple using Instagram and Snapchat, which was amazing to me. You just wouldn't have seen that five years ago. You know what that tells me? That tells me that's where all of consumer attention is going and is. Um, I think the days of desktop are over. I think if you have a business that's online, whether it's content or a product or anything, you should be mobile optimizing. I completely agree. Um, I think that if you have a website or you're a blogger, you need to make sure that your blog is working with mobile. I do think that all the attention is on mobile right now. In fact, I saw this cartoon that's actually legit the other day that it used to be computer neck, you know, where someone's like bent over the computer. And now the new thing is iPhone neck or phone neck. And that's when you're literally looking down and your chin is to your neck. That's how we are going to look when we are older. It's going to evolve into that neck to the chin look. I'm just going to keep snapchopping and, hold it, snapchatting and holding it up. So I that think I you'll be up. okay because you have your headphones in. Yeah. Yeah, and you Snapchat a lot, so I think you'll be fine. No, but I'm dead serious. If you're being a dinosaur and you're sticking with desktop platforms and you're not evolving to mobile and getting all of your internet businesses set up to work on mobile platforms, you're going to lose. I think everybody's going that way. I mean, television's on its way out. You can see, I, I can see in the next five years, everyone just using their phone for everything. Even when I'm watching television, I'm still on my phone. It's like advertisers that still advertise on tv yeah it's out no it's out nobody's paying attention to that anymore it's out yeah so anyways even kind of magazines it's been it's been amazing to see all of that because you're we're talking anything down from 10 year old kid to 85 year old woman crazy so why did we go to florence i've never been to florence lauren's never been to florence i thought it was romantic it is Definitely very romantic. I would want to come back here and I would actually want to stay for longer. I could 
Stay for one more day. Oh, you're so weird about that. What is up with you in that? You get antsy. No, because, I mean... How could you not stay here for like a week? Because I would want to go somewhere else. Ugh. Like if I had the if I had the luxury of staying here, I would probably hop on the train and go somewhere. Maybe Rome. Yeah, I want to see Rome. Yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't just keep staying here. I would... So like, let's describe Florence to anyone that's not been here. Florence is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really is one of the most spectacular cities I've ever seen. It's so charming. It's so cute. There's gelato at every corner. There's pizza and pasta and and prosciutto with melon and. And there's, like, people playing the the accordion on the street. It's so chic and cute and fab. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Last question. What do you think is the most affordable way to travel? Do you have any tips on booking an amazing trip without extensive budget? Without an extensive budget. And this is from B underscore had. I'm going to let you answer that question. Um, Like I said, we make travel a priority. So one area where I definitely splurge a little bit is travel i try not to cut too many corners but i understand people are on a budget so the first thing i would recommend is getting a proper credit card to rack up some points you know oh tell them this tip this tip's good so i used to use american express i don't anymore i use chase ink cards for my business why ink i just like the card but every time you spend you rack up x amount of points i think in my business you know we do some advertising so I think it's like 3x for every dollar you spend. What is I don't know what that means. Like you have to explain what For that every means. $1 you spend you get 3 points or How how many points get you a flight to say Italy? So that that requires it depends like if you're going business or if you're going Let's say you're coach. just going coach. I don't know. I have to I I think it varies every time depending on where you're going from. Is it like a thousand or 10 million? No, it's not 10 million. But anyway, so use the points when you can. <clears throat> rack those up. Um and then in terms of the hotels, just get the basic room. Like, don't don't get to a hotel and get the suite or the junior. Tell them the trick about how you get the upgrade. It depends on what credit card you have. You have a t- sometimes you'll say that you, you'll get there and you'll somehow get an upgrade. Oh, yeah, I'm a brat. I'll get there and I'll say, you know, this room doesn't work for me. It's have not acceptable. Have you guys seen Joffrey in Game of Thrones? That's Joffrey. No, sometimes this works. Sometimes I'll get there and the room just like won't be up to par like where I envisioned it. And I'll, and I'll call down and I'll complain like, you know, this room's really not working out for me. And nine times out of ten, they'll just upgrade me to the next best room. Because you know what? The hotel wants you to be happy and they want you to have a good experience. So if you kind of like act like you're not going to have a good experience, most of the time they'll upgrade you. Okay, Joffrey. So I do little tips and tricks like that. And then use the hotel concierge to, to book you. And... Travel's really, I mean, once you're in the location, it's really not as expensive as people think. I mean, there's no difference than being here than there is being at home, right? You're going to go out to dinner sometimes. You're going to get some food. You're going to walk around. You're not going to Postmates Whole Food? No, I mean, a lot of people get overwhelmed. They think travel's really, really expensive. What's expensive is getting to the destination and staying in a hotel. But you can find so many reasonably priced hotels. You can find so many reasonably priced flights. Those are good tips. I mean, I would have never known any of those if it weren't for you. So I think so those w- are super valuable. Yeah, I'll do a post on this. But what I do is I get um, a credit card and one that works with one of my frequent flyer programs. I use Delta a lot. So in this case, I'll use Chase or American Express. And then as I accumulate points, I'll just transfer them to my frequent flyer program. And every time I'm going somewhere, I'll try to book with miles. So they also offer cash with miles. So sometimes maybe you can use... Uh, half miles and half cash and and I save a shitload of money that way love it yeah so with that I think we're gonna sign out we are 
Yeah, we have a dinner. Well, why don't you tell everyone where you're taking me tomorrow? Oh, we're going wine tasting in Tuscany. We're going wine tasting. Once again, the concierge set it up. I he have, did? Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't really know where we're going. I just know that he probably won't lead me astray. Well, what if it's trendy? It's not going to be trendy. What if it is? So, we'll just I be love to make you nervous. It'll be fine. There's nothing I enjoy more. Okay, well, on that note, you guys, we're going to sign off. We are going to go to dinner right now and eat more bread. Um, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a good rating and a nice review. And if you have any questions for our next episode, hashtag ask him and her on Twitter or Instagram. And of course, you can always snap message us. That's kind of the quickest way to get a hold of us because it's kind of like texting you guys. So keep snapping at Lauren Everett's and at Michael Bostick. And we will see you next time. Bye.